0: Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. I'm
1: i uniform man. And I do believe I funny how to be funny like i
0: once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hold up, hang on, I got a burp snart coming up. Hello and welcome to Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler, Martin Scorsese, and apparently Kevin James. My name <laughs> is Eric Halloween. And my
1: name is Jeremy
0: the Butcher. What's up Jeremy?
1: Hey buddy, good to see you. Um or good to hear your voice. Uh we I guess I I don't see you right now, but um you know, maybe maybe You soon. don't
0: see me, but buddy, I'm watching you.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Good good. Um yeah, it's been a, it's been excited to get back into more. Uh what's this movie called? Little children? No, grown-ups. The opposite yeah. of little children. Throne. Yeah, um, boy oh boy, here we go. The gang's all back, huh? You got Spade, Rock, Kevin James, Sandler. Hey, let me ask you something, Eric. Are you do you listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, or are you just a master of the microphone?
0: I, I listen to a podcast or two, sure.
1: Okay, well, let me ask you something.
0: Uh huh.
1: Uh, do you? ever happen to listen to the fly on the wall podcast.
0: No. What is that? So it's a about bugs.
1: No, not quite. Although maybe, maybe a little metaphorically it might be, but it's a, it's hosted by Dana Carvey and David Spade. And interesting. It's a podcast. That's pretty much just about SNL. (laughs) Like, they they interview guests and they kind of ask them about other stuff but the one thing they seem to have in common with most of their guests is that they worked on SNL at one point so it's just like a lot of that really fun insider baseball crap about SNL and like a lot of Lauren stories and stuff I'm obsessed with it <laughs> I think
0: it's great. I'm gonna have to check that one out yeah. you know I used to have that book I think I still have it around that like 600 page uh SNL book.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. They had, I, a, uh, they had
1: Sandler on a live episode recently, which is a love it. Good, good, kind of why I bring it up, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's a great, it's a great, um, if you like like Hollywood memoir types content, I think you'll really love hearing stories about Steven Seagal hosting SNL, you know, just great great stuff
0: oh yeah oh yeah yeah jeremy if you if you could go back in time you can you can be in you can be in the writer's room any uh any snl era where when are you going
1: that's a great question i think i'm going uh sandberg hater armison wig keenan like that era I just, okay. I just think that I would be the most successful writing in that time period.
0: You mean your your uh, uh, sense of humor? Yeah. Fit? Yes.
1: Yes, actually. I like I I really like those dudes. I really like their comedic sensibility. Um, like they're like Bill Hader would do impressions of like long dead celebrities, like Vincent Price, and. Like, that's sort of my vibe, too. I like old Hollywood stuff. I like digging deep and referencing old stuff. Armisen, too. He's a big music guy. And I I think I would have done some fun music sketches with him.
0: You know, I would have to go with, uh, I'd go with the era, like, right before that, late 90s.
1: Okay. And who was that? Um, that was Farrell? Will
0: Farrell, Anna Gasteyer, yeah. uh, Chris Kattan, Tim Meadows, Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Molly Shannon.
1: Right. Sherry O'Terry. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, and that would also include like Fallon and Horatio. Uh-huh. Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell. That's right. Yes, dude. Yes. I love that. Yeah, that's a good era too. I kind of, man, there's so many like really distinctive, distinctive times on that show. And there's, like, those awkward in-betweens, you know, where it's, like, in between the Sandler, David Spade, Chris Farley era, and the Will Ferrell era, there's, like, a little overlap, you know?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What period are we in? What are we in right now? Are we in, like, the in-between period?
1: I. It's a good question. I think we are, because uh, Pete Davidson and... A bunch of big, heavy hitters just left. Melissa Villasenor, some other people. Okay. So now I think, yeah, and then my friend Molly just got on. And then we have the Please Don't Destroy Us Boys or whatever. They're on there. And Sarah Sherman. So I think it's like they're going to establish a new era here soon.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Maybe. I also think the show has actually been bad for a while. If I if I may, yeah, say. I
0: think it's always been like pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's like the whole premise of it is like it's not a, it's not a recipe for like a a flawless show by any means. No, no, uh, really ever. Right. I think you get these like, um, I don't know the thing the thing about like the Sandler era and like Will Ferrell is. I mean, I guess they played those reruns on, like, Comedy Central and stuff. But really, like, people, after those seasons ended, people's only, like, way to access them was through, like, the best ofs. So everyone just saw, like, the best of Will Ferrell, Volume 1 and 2, like, over and over. Whereas now, every terrible sketch that goes on SNL (laughs) is, like, on YouTube. And people can, like post it guess, on Twitter yeah. and say like hey doesn't this suck yeah this show like, people sucks, would have been doing yeah. that if Twitter Twitter was around in like 99 you're so right
1: but- you're so right and I agree I don't think the show's ever been like I think there's hardly ever episodes where like every sketch is good <laughs> but like I I think like I it's been a couple years or maybe, it, maybe about a year or two and I haven't even seen anyone talk about the show like post about let you know what i mean like when the please don't destroy us boys got on i watched like two or three of their viral snl digital shorts you know mm. and i was like okay cool cool you know it's so the new the young guns coming in very funny stuff too sarah sherman got on weekend updates so very funny but then it's just been dead i feel like like, and maybe I'm just it's just my my own algorithms you know maybe I'm just my little my little corner of the world, but I haven't heard anyone talk about a sketch they liked or a sketch even they hated, so I wonder if it's just becoming less and less. Uh, I don't know, relevant.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, Jeremy. But uh, you know what is not going to become less relevant <laughs> ever. <laughs> Paul Blart. That's right. The Paul Blart franchise, and it is P- Vember over on the Patreon. Uh, you can access that at patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. You know, Jeremy, I was going to close off the Patreon. Once once Vember started, I was going to block it off from no uh, new subscribers for the entire month. Because this Vember stuff is... It's almost too good. You know what I mean? Wow. It's like one of those things where it's like, it's you know, it's kind of like the like New York Times or whatever. You go on their website, you read an article written by some egghead, and then you find another article you want to read, and then they want you to pay. You know what I mean? We, uh, What I'm getting at is <laughs> Blart Member is a great time. Yes. Uh, I love this
1: tactic, he, by the way. <laughs> yeah just, to drum up just lying
0: yet. and saying that we're yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so Blartvember um, extremely urgent that you sign up for it now because it w- it might go away forever um, mm. and you'll miss out on it and we also say something Jeremy and I Tell the listeners how we feel about you. That's right, as a person, Mm-hmm. you, the listener. <laughs> um, so you're gonna want to hear right. this because uh, you know we got we got a couple listeners over there and uh, they're pretty judgmental. So um, your reputation is on the line. It's patreon.com/slash Eric and Jeremy, and if you sign up and you're like, well, I love the Paul Blart movies, but what else do you have to offer? Well, my friend, we have. I don't know, three years or something worth of bonus content. Oh we've covered uh, seemingly
1: infinite stuff.
0: Tales from the Crypt. Uh, we've that. covered
1: Cohen Brothers films. We were in the middle of that when we when we had to stop for yes. our holiday projects. We, yeah, we do a lot of side stuff over there. A lot of bonus yeah. content from like the directors and actors we celebrate on the main feed.
0: Requests also. Requests. We have like a yeah. tier where you can force us to do an episode on any movie with the exception of Mordecai. Right. Um, it's, it's
1: pretty much a place where you can go and give us money, and you can listen to us talk about the movie The Baby anytime you want.
0: <laughs> yeah, and someone did do that. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm also removing The Baby from any future uh, <laughs> runnings. Uh, Anyway, go head on over there. It's a great time. Patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. But Jeremy, you know, we're we're talking about Paul Blart 2 on uh, that episode that we're recording later. But on this episode, we're talking about a comedy sequel, Grown Ups 2. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this, Jeremy. I'm just going to lay it out there. Here we go. I like (laughs) both of these sequels. Better than the first one.
1: It you mean in Paul Blart's case as well? Yeah. Whoa! Is that crazy? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. All Even right, though cool. Grown Ups Two got a much lower score for some reason than Grown Ups One, I think it's it's a little bit more fun or something. It's a little bit higher energy. Yeah, from
0: it's stand. way more fun in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I like I like kind of h- disagreed with a lot of their character choices in the first movie, like Chris Rock's especially. But then in this movie, they kind of like chilled that out a little bit or something. They like they like let them just be a little bit more. And and like the use of like Taylor Lautner is really great. Like when they see like the younger version of all of them show up, yeah, you know? it's
0: super funny. They're all chanting like "kill" and then they start. <laughs> beating each other up yeah it's great um yeah but what do you think about uh jeremy i was this caused me to think back in my mind and uh ponder the question you know what are some comedy sequels that might be better than the original do any come to mind for you? Because I've I've got two of them.
1: I think the famous like sequel, but this isn't really the same because the f- the the first movie of Gremlins was like a horror sort of almost mm. family movie, but then the Gremlins two is just a comedy. So uh, that's maybe not the best choice. What do you got? Give me and I'll and I'll think. I'll think while you're.
0: Well, here's one that we uh, we just covered actually. Becky, too. Adam's Family Values.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That one is, that one's that one's a great example, actually, because it's, like, almost like they redid the first movie. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just like, oh, let's just try that again, but, like, add Joan Cusack and a few other things. It's, yeah, it, it's so good.
0: And I have always been a huge fan of Wayne's World 2.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's the perfect, Wayne's World 2, if you haven't seen it, is like, they put on Wayne Stock, this like big music <laughs> festival, and like Aerosmith is in it, and it's sort of like this big, crazy, uh, you know, it's like a bigger budget kind of an idea, and I think that's what a comedy sequel is for, you know? Like in uh, Grown Ups 2, they're going crazy with the the budget, they're not just a bunch of guys hanging out at a cabin, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I li- yeah. I like to see uh I like to see you know, let's get to know those characters in the first one and then let's just like go go nuts. Yeah, let them loose.
1: Legend. That's what they're good. They're, yeah. they're best at being all loosey goosey. So it's like you know, it's uh it's better it's better to not have to do all the exposition of like Oh yeah, you're this I'm that you're I'm the guy I'm the best agent in the whole world. <laughs> you're the mm. guy who's broke secretly you know what I mean like it's like they're they're kind of just letting us they still do a lot of exposition in this movie but they are pr- a little bit more just hitting the jokes right away kind of thing and and I' again I'll, I'll want to mention the energy like the energy is much better I think in this. Adam Sandler, again I swear like in Grown Ups 1, I I wonder if he was depressed or something. I just felt like he was asleep for that movie.
0: Yeah, it uh I I don't know. It it it, it was definitely a different vibe. I'll right. say that. What it so wait, so what have we talked about recently cuz we talked about um the uh Hotel Transylvania, but what was before that? Do you remember?
1: Hotel, b- hotel, before Hotel Transylvania? Yeah. Was it, not, oh, that's my, that's boy, my boy, maybe? Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm trying to think of like what, what else he, Sandler might've done to like, get to this point. Cause he does seem like more into this movie than the first one. Um, or maybe that's just me reading into it. But, uh,
1: Maybe, I don't know, yeah. Huh.
0: Let's see here. Grown Ups 2. Yeah, Jack and Jill, that's my boy. hmm Okay, oh, he's done a bunch, he did a bunch. So this came out in 2010, or the first one came out in 2010. Grown Ups 2 came out in 2013. Um, have you seen this one yet? No. Or before?
1: No, 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 oh, no.
0: Neither have I. I had
1: not seen the first one or the second one before we started this podcast, Um, yeah, notably also in this movie what's weird. is like, so I thought Rob Schneider was great in the first one. And like, he was kind of one of the things I liked about the first movie. Actually the best, Uh, he's not Mm -hmm. in this movie really.
0: That's right. Is he, he, is he in it at all? I can't even remember. No,
1: he's not in the credits anyways on, on Wikipedia, but I don't, I don't remember him being in it, but like, it's kinda nuts that he's not he didn't return for it. I wonder what was going on.
0: Um, you know what? He was probably uh he was probably doing those Deuce Bigelow movies.
1: Do you think so? Those
0: No, this is too late. That's just too late actually. I think Deuce Bigelow was like early aughts.
1: Oh yeah. See and the trivia says his wife is having a baby during the production, uh, okay. which is why he couldn't make it.
0: Yeah, I guess because that yeah, I couldn't imagine any other reason <laughs> Rob right. Schneider would be available wouldn't be available to do a Sandler movie, but this is another uh, Dennis Dugan joint. You know, we've seen we've seen the Dugs direct uh, quite a few of these Sandler movies. Hit or miss, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm just gonna say it. I think some some of them are good, some of them are Jack and Jill. You know what I mean? Or just go with it. Just go but, with it.
1: Is a, yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, well, they're, they're hardly, none of them are great. I would say that yeah, you might, right. agree, you might disagree, <laughs> but I think, I don't think any of them have been great for a while. Some of them are good. Like this is good. Um, but yeah, the, I feel like for now we're going into our second decade where it's sort of, we're kind of going deeper down the toilet. Um, but that will change here pretty soon. We're actually I think well the it's it's hard to tell cuz the Netflix contract's about to happen for him. Like it hasn't happened yet, it's about to happen. And when it does, he's going to make like two stinkers right away. <laughs> and then sure. and then it's going to get better.
0: Same thing I do uh, every morning.
1: They do two stinkers right away. Oh man, yeah, we've got sorry, we've got a uh, we got actually we got a little ways to go yet yeah, because we got blended next. I have no idea about that movie.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: Men, women, and children. The cobbler. We got a ways oh, to boy. go, <laughs> man. The the cobbler is supposed to be his worst film. Um, Pixels is. I've seen that before. That's bad. Um, yeah. And then yeah, so we actually got a. We actually have like six movies before <laughs> he hits his. Uh, Netflix, a contract. Jeez, wow, yeah, we are, we are, we are underwater with Sandler right now.
0: Yeah, and I guess I forgot to mention this up top. If you're new to the podcast, we are we do cover Scorsese, and we're going chronologically. But we've reached a point where there's so many Sandler movies left that we uh we gotta we gotta you know do more Sandler's uh, than Scorsese's, right? Unfortunately, but uh. Jeremy, this is a, uh, like I said, came out in 2013. We're looking at a uh, similar cast, but some differences. Obviously, we have Sandler coming back, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Selma Hayek, Maya Rudolph, Maria Bello, Nick Swartzen, Buscemi. Nick,
1: Nick Swartzen, uh was not in the first one. Oh, really? I don't think so, yeah.
0: Well, i believe colin quinn yes, was colin quinn and, and buscemi
1: were i don't think tim meadows was in the first one hmm. i don't think john Levitz was either hmm. uh john Levitz is great though shaquille o'neal obviously great alan covert my guy taylor lautner your favorite one of your favorites
0: oh yeah you know what jeremy when that first twilight movie came out mm-hmm. what what year was that i'm gonna look that up twilight that was like 1991 movie. what <laughs> the first twilight movie <laughs> uh 2008
1: right yeah okay that's that sounds that sounds more right
0: you know what i didn't know what it was because there wasn't all this hype yet there wasn't all this hype about like the twilight i didn't know that this was like a thing that like 12 year old uh, girls were, were interested in. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it and it was one of those things where I was like, no, that was actually like, I kind of liked that actually. And then I started learning about it. Like I started realizing that like the other people that enjoyed that were, uh, Little like baby 10 years women. younger than yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's, it's
1: okay. I actually like the first movie yeah. too. I, I always thought it was like, well, at first I thought it was going to be like uh, Harry Potter where sure. I was like where I was like, "Oh, it's just another big franchise. I'll get into it." And then I kind of realized like you did like, "Oh, by like halfway through the first movie, I was like, this is pretty like grocery store uh, romance novel stuff." Yeah. And it I'm- was around
0: that time where like every cuz that show True Blood was on uh, I think Showtime. It was around that time where uh, it was almost like hacky to say this, but everyone was like, "Oh, there's so much like vampire content out right, there." Yeah. Right? Yeah,
1: because I think the show True Blood was out at the time, and then maybe also Vampire yep. Diaries on MTV.
0: Hmm. And then, of course, uh, the the vampire you know Vampire Weekend.
1: Yes, of course. Yes, and uh, Nosferatu was a, a, <laughs> yeah. a movie already.
0: <laughs> and Dracula was president.
1: Yeah, and Dracula dead and loving it also.
0: People forget about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I-, I voted for uh I voted for mummy to become president, but Dracula won.
0: I wrote in Frankenstein. Yeah,
1: you wrote in the ballot Frankenstein, <laughs> yeah.
0: I do that every. Uh, by the way, don't forget to vote. Don't forget to write in Frankenstein on Tuesday. Yes, when you go to vote for t- on Tuesday
1: at the polls, please write in Frankenstein. <laughs>
0: Uh let's see here. Jeremy, let's find out. I remember if I r as I recall, the first grown ups did not have very many interesting bits of trivia. Let's see if that's true for the sequel. Um Sandler wanted Brad Pitt to play the role of the school teacher. He declined due to scheduling conflicts. I bet he just didn't want to do it.
1: I don't know. Brad Pitt and Adam Sandler are pretty tight.
0: Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, are they
1: i watched a long interview where they interviewed each other it was like a video on YouTube okay. you can watch yeah it was great yeah you realize that they've been they both became they both popped their careers both popped around the exact same time so they've kind of got famous and huge together you know
0: mm. um jeremy does the fetter's house in this movie seem familiar to you
1: <laughs> it does because i'm sitting here uh, but I already know the spoiler.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it is the uh, same house he used in That's My Boy. Mm, yes. Uh, Sandler's first sequel, that is that is worth noting. And I think his only sequel still, right?
1: Uh, of Sandler? Well,
0: the, uh, what's it called? The uh, freaking Ho- Dracula Hotel, movies.
1: yeah. The Hotel President. Yeah. <laughs> president Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that movie's got sequels. I there has to be another one too. Is there not? I guess there is um, Wow. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I it seems like there was there's more. I guess what I'm thinking of is just he just like will do another movie with Drew Barrymore. And I'm kind of, I it's like they aren't they aren't sequels, but hmm. yeah.
0: Um let's see. Oh. This isn't that interesting, but I do want to point it out so I don't forget, is the car wash ch- scene with the uh, male cheerleaders I think is very funny. Oh, yeah. And we get the uh, we get the lonely island in there. We got Andy right. Samberg, and we got, uh, you know, Yorma and Akiva, and then Taryn Killam, Will Forte, Bobby Moynihan, and Paul Britton. Yeah. Funny stuff.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: Um... Weird. Despite his sizable role in the film, Taylor Lautner is uncredited for unknown reasons.
1: Weird. I wonder if he, like, I don't know, had a bad time or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. Um, Jeremy, what do you say we talk about what happens in this movie?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Well, uh, we start in 2011. Uh, Three years after the events of the first film, Lenny Fetter has relocated his family to his hometown of Stanton, where his friends Eric Lamanzoff, Kurt McKenzie, and Marcus Higgins live. Is Lenny Fetter supposed to be like Eddie Vedder?
1: I think so, yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Lenny wakes up to find a deer in his bedroom. Uh, which wreaks havoc through the house until he uses his daughter Becky's stuffed animal to lure it outside. This is funny to me. I think this is really funny, uh, and a great way to start this movie. Yeah. What what did you think yes. of the deer peeing on? Yeah, it's great.
1: It's it's so uh, it's so out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't like there's nothing that can prepare you for the, that's gonna happen
0: it's weird because like I feel like this movie has a different sense of humor than the first one almost like way sillier right and even like a little more crude like this scene wouldn't happen in the first one I don't think
1: no it, well the first one was t- a little too preoccupied I think with being a family movie or like or like very sincere again like I want to reference like I didn't like their care any of their characters they all felt too Dramatic or something, or sincere. Mm. But this felt better already. Right away, we're deer in the house. Makes no sense.
0: Right. Um, Lenny dismisses his wife, Roxanne's suggestion uh, that they have another child. Eric worries that his wife, Sally, is encouraging their children's self-confidence above all else. Kurt gives his wife, Deanne, a gift for their anniversary, which she has forgotten, and Marcus... Prepares to spend the summer with Braden, his son from a past fling. Um, but is intimidated by the tall, tattooed teenager who deeply resents him. This was uh something McGee, right? What's the what does he call her?
1: What does he call who?
0: The lady, like the, the kid's mom, like the lady that he uh oh, a baby I with. I can't remember. <laughs> He calls her, like, something McGee. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it'll come to me. But, uh, yeah, so I guess we get, uh, like, Kevin James' kid is not very smart. <laughs> his mom right. is, like, just, like, apparently has given up and is just, like, telling him he's right <laughs> when he's always wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, Yeah, and, like, I remember that from the first movie, too, like, the daughter, his daughter being so funny. Um. Yes. Yeah, but a little different here. A little older now. Um.
0: Yeah, we got Chris Rock and Maya Rudolph. Hey, man. Any guy can relate to this, right? Because mm-hmm. usually it's the guy that forgets the anniversary.
1: That's right. But no,
0: not in this situation. It's basically a hall pass, my dude. It's to a, do whatever you want.
1: That's right. That's right. It's a. Uh, it's a little subversion here. Little subversion. Oh yeah. Yeah. I never I always uh I've I've always said Adam Sandler's movies are the world's greatest satire, farces, subversive sort of content. Mm. It's basically Damn. a Banksy painting of a movie. It's so subversive.
0: I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Roxanne, Sally, and Deanne Are dismayed to learn that their Attractive new yoga teacher Kyle is gay Uh, Lenny Commandeers his children's uh, school bus From Nick The unstable driver and takes everyone uh, To their last day of school Um, What do
1: you think of Nick?
0: Probably his most psychotic (laughs) Performance Um, I, I, I like him, I don't know it's funny. What, what do you think of his character?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's freaking wild, dude. I mean, Nick Swartzen always, like, he's hit or miss for me in some of these movies. Like, I'll like him in one movie, and then I won't like him in the next. I really didn't like him and Just Go With It, but he's cool here.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I have this thing with him where, like, My friends and I really liked him in uh, Reno 911 when we were in high school. Like, he plays Terry. Um, So that's just like, he's just kind of like one of those people that I sort of think is funny just by his appearance sometimes. Except, I mean, just go with it as a bit of an exception. But yeah, this movie, I was like, okay, this is Nick Swartzen doing like. (laughs) the crazy uh shit that that I that I like to see him do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I do like a bigger character versus like a a smaller choice, you know.
0: Uh he picks up Kurt and Eric and visits Kmart uh where they are joined by Marcus who says sent Brayden to school. Wow, uh, even persuades. the even
1: the Wikipedia sponsored.
0: <laughs> yeah, it links to uh, kmart.com. <laughs> yeah. Kurt persuades Lenny to throw a party for the first day of summer, uh, and the friends discuss Lenny's childhood bully, Tommy Kavanaugh. Police officers, Fluza Flazoo, and Dante escort them to Becky's ballet recital at McDo- McDonough Elementary, where Lenny runs into Tommy, who openly threatens him. Uh, as school ends, Kurt's daughter, Charlotte, agrees to go on a date. Uh, Lenny's Younger son Keith struggles with his own bully Duffy and Charlotte and Keith's older brother Andre and Greg accompany Brayden to an abandoned quarry where they join a college party. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. After humiliating their old rival Dickie. Uh, at the ice cream house, Lenny, Eric, Kurt, and Marcus visit their qu- that same quarry where they swam during their youth, only to be confronted by a hostile college fraternity led by Milo and Andy, who forced them to jump in the water naked. What do you think of the naked uh, jump?
1: Fun. This is a this is a this is a trailer scene. You know, definitely something right. you would have caught in the trailer. But great, just really, really great. um What do you think of Taylor Lautner and the boys?
0: (laughs) He's pretty funny. Yeah, Uh, he works I think they're all funny. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I wonder, though, because, like, he's kind of, like, the perfect casting for, like, this meathead, like, idiot frat guy. Right. So I wonder if maybe he, like, realized that or something and was like, hey, wait a minute.
1: Became humiliated by it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... Finding their fraternity house vandalized, the frat boys blame Lenny and his friends and swear revenge. Later, the friends take Marcus's van, vandalized by Brayden, to Eric's auto body shop, and Marcus uh, inadvertently rolls through town in a giant runway construction tire. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah,
1: yeah. I also, just going back to that lake scene, Mm -hmm. by the way, where they all jump in the lake naked, uh I love that David Spade doesn't take off his hat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. There's like a hair plugs joke in this movie, doesn't it? Oh yeah. He ha- he has hair plugs in real life, I think. Who? Tim? I think that's like Tim a spade.
1: Oh. Uh a Spade. May he might.
0: I think he does, dude. Look at his hair and how old is he he is.
1: Yeah, that might be right.
0: Um yeah, it looks fake.
1: Yeah, it could be fake. I think he might be you
0: might. You know what the scene, re- the tire scene reminded me. When I was a kid, I uh, ha- I went and went to some random like classmate's house or something. He lived in like in the middle of a uh, the country, and they had this uh, long driveway. It was like a hill, steep hill, and he was like, "Hey, let's go do this." Let's. There's a tire in the garage. Let's go, like push it down the hill or whatever. There, there was like another kid there, and uh, he was kind of like he turned out to be like a bully to me, like. Oh uh, no. Uh, but uh, this was before I realized that, and he was like, "Hey, Eric, go like down to the bottom of the hill and stop the tire." Um. What the heck. From going into the road So I was like Ah that's alright Like it's just a rubber tire Or whatever Didn't tell me There was a metal rim Inside of the tire
1: Oh my gosh
0: So I was like A 10 year old kid Getting hit by a like Probably going like 20 miles an hour It's like tire (laughs) Car tire
1: Wow Anyway That would Sucked Yeah Where's he at now Let's find him
0: No idea Can't even remember His first name Um But uh anyway. I hope he's I hope he's uh struggling. You know what I mean? I hope I don't wish uh anything bad on him. I just want him to like just be like sort of struggling. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. just like oh, yeah. he's not exactly where he wants to be like mentally, financially, um, but he still like has a roof over his head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I most Americans. That.
1: Yeah. I want him to just be kind of like he has like a bunch of ingrown toenails or something. You know, it just kind of hurts a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lenny learns that Keith is a gifted football kicker but accidentally breaks his son's leg. Eric apologizes to, Sa- to Sally for avoiding her to spend time with his mother uh, and endures a sexually charged car wash from male cheerleaders. Uh, Lenny becomes suspicious of Kyle's relationship with Roxanne. Mm. Who is angered by her employee Penny's lifelong obsession with Lenny. What do you think of Anna Gasteyer's character? Great.
1: Great. I I Pretty Anna funny. Gasteyer doesn't get the sort of credit she deserves, you
0: know. No. I listened to her WTF episode. Oh, it's great. Uh, yeah. A while ago, yeah. She yeah, she's like a really gifted like singer, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Marcus bonds with Brayden, Charlotte goes on her date, Andre passes his driving test overseen by Wiley, and Greg succeeds in asking out Nancy, a girl he has a crush on.
1: Everyone, it's all coming together.
0: Oh, yeah. Roxanne tells Lenny that she is pregnant. Uh, and most of the town arrives for the Fetters' 1980s-themed party. Mm-hmm. Lenny realizes Roxanne is not having an affair with Kyle, who has repaired Becky's stuffed animal, and challenges Tommy to a fight, but Tommy takes a dive to allow Lenny to save face in front of his own bullied son.
1: <laughs> Soon after,
0: the fraternity crashes uh, the party looking for the culprit of the frat house vandalism, to which Braden uh, admits his role. Uh, when the fraternity member members insults the townsfolk, a massive brawl breaks out between them. The partygoers eventually defeat the fraternity with Andy getting attacked by the deer, <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah. to a tactic by Betty or Becky uh, using her own stuffed animal. This is great. Wild stuff. Yeah. Um,
1: what do you think uh, of uh, Tommy Kavanaugh, Stone Cold? Back again
0: Yeah I was gonna mention that uh, I definitely like this character yeah, more. <laughs> more than his uh, Same, Longest dude. yard character Same, dude. <clears throat> Yeah he's funny He's like a funny guy to throw in there As like a random cameo um, In a comedy movie uh, Afterwards the friends Nick and Dickie enjoy a meal At Mrs. Lamanzoff's house uh, Reminiscing about their childhood Together Eric's mother reassures Lenny about his new baby and uh, reveals that Eric was accidentally conceived in the men's bathroom at a New England Patriots game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lenny returns home to Roxanne and they uh, reconcile, looking forward to their growing family. To
1: their growing-ups family.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh Oh, this movie did pretty well, by the way. Uh-huh. 247 yeah. million at the box office. Budget 80 million. Just notice that. Uh, Jeremy, is this movie worthy of 247 million dollars?
1: I don't know if any movie is worthy of that, but I do think, like, you know, it, I do think this film is. Fun. And I think it's more fun than a little bit more fun than the first one. And I think that it's uh uh you know, it wasn't a complete chore to watch, and so I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> I I I would give I would I'll tell you what, this movie may not be worth two hundred and forty seven million, but I'd give Adam Sandler two hundred and forty-seven million if he could somehow remove my memory of just go with it. <laughs>
0: He might, you know, he might do that eventually. We haven't seen the cobbler. So.
1: That's right, yeah. I I give this movie a 2.25 Chucky Freckles out of 5. I think it's I or out of 4. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's really I think it's fun. I think it's good. I think it's like a a, a nice sequel to that first movie. I think they just blew it out a lot bigger and made it a lot more interesting. And a lot, a lot of the bits landed, I think in a really cu- fun, cool way. And, you know, it has a little bit more of a modern sensibility to it. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time.
0: It's funny. I forgot to mention Steve Buscemi's like yeah. callback to his, uh, what happens to his character is really funny. Right. Yeah. What is yeah. he? He's dressed as like, uh, flavor. Flav? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Funny stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie—it's uh, like obviously very stupid, but I'll take this movie over like a lot of the mainstream comedies oh, sure. we see in the last decade or so. Yeah, I think I mean, it's, it's all only right. getting
1: worse for the most part.
0: Yeah, um, but I don't know. I, you're probably right. Two point two five out of four. I'm trying to see what did I give the first one. Oh, I gave the first one a 2.5. Okay, I'm going to lower that to a 2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to raise my I'm going to leave my grown-ups two score at 2.25 out of 4. I think that's uh I think that's fair. I'll give it a 2.5 actually. <laughs> Final score. Nice. Jeremy, can we do a Scorsese now?
1: Oh yeah, baby. We are we are done with Adam for a minute. Sorry Adam, love you. But we are moving on to um the Martin Scorsese film. We just finished by the way. If you want to go back and and recap, we just finished uh, the Bob Dylan documentary No Direction Home. Mm. Um so we uh yeah, we we finished um Hugo Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, it looks like we are, next we will be covering the film Silence, um, unless you want to cover Shine a Light, the, uh, Stones concert doc.
0: Let's do Silence next, we will do Shine a Light, I want to spread out the, uh... Right, the docks. The rock docks. The rock yeah.
1: docks, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, we'll do Silence next. And, uh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> we are closing. We're, we're all, we're done. <laughs> we get silent. It's like silence. The, another rock doc. And then the Irishman. Oh no, we got rolling thunder review as well. So yeah, we'll We'll get We got a few more. We have a few more. So,
0: oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, head on over to patreoncom slash Eric and Jeremy. If you're, uh, you know, thirsty for more we got all sorts of uh stuff over there obviously the uh the famous uh Vember is happening but uh you know we love to love to see people over there good way to support the show um thank you for listening and norma i'll see you in my dreams <music>